0: Welcome back to Football Adanya. It is time for an Eredivisie full season preview. We're going to talk about every single side in the division. Um, I'm here, Michael Statham, and Mike Bell, the Football Anya founder, is here too to talk about the Eredivisie sides. We're both people that have been watching the league for many, many years. We know the sides that are in the league this season, and we'll tell you where we'll think they'll finish in the league um, and the sides. And the players who you can be watching out for will be breaking through this season. So we'll let you know where well I finished in the table. If you're watching on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, this podcast, um, you can watch us on YouTube. Download us on SoundCloud and download us on iTunes. But wherever you are, please do leave us a like and subscribe if you're new because we've got lots coming up in August, um, Dutch football-wise. And uh, plenty more coming up on the website throughout the season. We'll give you plenty of coverage on each of the sides and um, match ports in each of the games. Now, Mike, how are you looking forward to this season? It, it's looking a little different. And um, we've just previewed, haven't we, the top five sides in the league. That's on the website. That is on YouTube for you to go and uh, we'll listen to you guys if you're interested. We've predicted the title winners and such. Um we will talking about each those sides again now in this podcast briefly. Um, but are there going to be some surprises this season? What do you think going into this campaign? Are there going to be lots of young players coming through like usual?
1: Yeah, I think that this is going to be an exciting campaign all around. I think there's going to be a tight title race um, at the top between two cops that look very, very good. And besides boredom, just boredom, they've got. Some fresh youngsters coming through. It's gonna be interesting to see how they they cope with some key players leaving, like Az, and then you got Feyenoord with their, their young talents coming through, and then all around the, the table, I think that there's there's clubs that are looking to bring fresh talent through because you know what the year that they've had and the lack of money that's there is relying, making them rely on their, their youth that they're bringing through, which I think is a good thing for for Dutch football as a whole. I think at the bottom as well, we're in for another tight relegation. So I don't know if there's a club that's just going to be absolutely hammered every week. So I think that there'll be five or six sides that can probably look over their shoulders and think that there's the possibility of relegation. I think there's one of the new sides that we'll get onto to have a very exciting squad coming up that has a few young talents you need to keep an eye on. So I think there's a lot of intriguing stories all around the, the table. This year, and we've got just a fresh, look in Dutch football this year because we've got a new national team coach coming in again. Well, it's not new, Louis van Hal again, but you know he's yeah. he's starting a new World Cup run. We've got the World Cup next year. We've got a lot of talents coming through the Eredivisie this year, and I think it's it's an exciting time to get into Dutch football. I think that I've seen a lot of people on on Twitter again a bit fed up of the big leagues at the moment because of the money that's driven them. And they want something fresh, just a bit less money talks. And I think that the Air Divisie is a great league for anyone who wants to to get into a, a competition that's based around youth talents and and just managers that need to, to build sides around youth and and youth quality. And I think that the Air Divisie is a league that a lot of people should be watching this year if you're a bit sick of the the big sides ruin spending hundreds of millions on on players then you know getting to their division where it's a bit tighter and a bit a bit less money driven
0: mike that was an excellent preview of the league as a whole i think people should be really into the the, the dutch league again this season because of the young players coming through the intriguing stories that you have for all the sides and um yeah there, there's there's lots of quality in the league and i and i'm really looking forward to to a title race this season between ajax and psv who, who we both believe will be the top two They'll be going neck and neck each week to try and get the league. But there's stories up the table. Let's start at the bottom. The new promoted teams coming up. There's people that don't watch the second league that are interested in Jeroen and they'll want to know a bit more about the three sides coming up. Let's start with the league winners of the Kootenkab Jeroen which is Kambour, Leovarden. Kambour are a side who romped the second league last season. Um, mainly helped by the goals of Robert Murden, who hasn't actually stayed at the club because he wanted to stay in the in the second tier. I don't quite understand the reasons behind that but he's gone to Volendam and I think that will make a big difference to them because they've not really uh, signed too many players this summer.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, you look at it on pa- paper you're like that's a baffling decision that he's just gotten them up with his goals and he's decided to stay in the, the second division. It's like a player for instance, in England, it's just blasted his way for the championship, scored 40 goals. Everyone in the Premier League wants to look forward to seeing him in the big league and then he decides to to stay in the championship. But it's you know it's his career. I know Vollendam are a club that's close to his heart, so he he wanted to go back there. So good luck to him. But I think that Canberra, without his goals and his quality, are a side that might struggle this year because they've not really went to the transfer market to bring in a lot of quality. The two strikers that they have signed, Sam Hendricks and Tom Boer, are two that haven't exactly done well in their previous Eredivisie campaign, so I think that if they're looking to replace the goals of Murin, then they've not really signed that quality striker that might do it. I might be wrong, you know, Sam Hendricks could be in the the form of his life coming into this year, and it might actually surprise us in Eredivisie, but I can't can't see it. Westy have some trick up their sleeve. I think that goals scored is going to be a, a struggle for them this year, and I think that they'll be one of the sides that will be around the bottom of the, the table this year.
0: Fair enough, Mike. I, I think that yeah, obviously, mine's a massive loss, but for me, they'll still stay up. I've got them in. Um, I, I don't. I, I think we'll do we'll do our uh, sort of table predictions a little little later on, shall we? We'll, we'll, we'll preview each of the sides that will be down there first. Uh, Cumber are, are a side that have, had, have kept a lot of their players from last season. You helped them score with these goals. Mullen's missing, but they've still got Issa Callan, um, Michael Bryce, still there. Hui Marcus, the defensive midfield, is there. Lots of players are, are, are still there from the core of the side that, that ripped the second division apart. The year before, there were disallowed promotion because of um, coronavirus stopping the season. They're a side that have been burgeoning into going to go into Eredivisie for a long time. And, and this is a year for me that they'll uh they won't be comfortable but I think they'll stay up uh, another side that have got been promoted are go-ahead Eagles they're they're a side that are coached by case van von who was uh, the Dutch under 17's manager we actually have an interview with him on on the football Dania uh, website that he's he's someone who I've I've looked at for a little while and thought that he's actually a really good coach a good uh player manager um, and they've they've signed a lot of players this summer, which could actually be one of their problems. I've got uh, nine significant signings written down here that they've signed a few loans, a few permanents, uh, but none really proven at Eredivisie level, which is a concern because they've also lost Sam Bukama, who's gone to RZ, and uh, their goalkeeper, Horta, has gone to Ajax. They're two players who were very significant in the side last season. And for me, that means they'll struggle a little bit.
1: Yeah, last year, broke the record for Queen sheets because they're a very defensively sound side. Mm. They did well against Queen sheets and that's how they managed to get up towards the top of the, the table. And I think that coming into the, the air division without the two best players from last year, they're going to struggle. And the attacking quality of the sides in the air division compared to those in the second division are, are night and day. So I think that this is a side that i really like the manager i think that he's he's a good coach but i don't think the signings are enough to keep him in there warner han he's a goalkeeper didn't have a club for i think the whole of last season i think he's only played internationals recently since he left here in vain so that's a, a worry for me if he's going to be the starting goalkeeper of it a year out
0: yeah it's a downgrade isn't it
1: that's a big downgrade on one that you know one of the best young goalkeepers and never wants to go to him Sam cameo was an excellent defender for them last year. Now he's at AZ. And yeah, I think that they might struggle looking at the players they've brought in, apart from Warner Hahn. There isn't many there that I could say that I've watched week in, week out and know much about. So yeah, it's a it's a side that could could struggle this this year. And it's again, it's gonna be tight at the bottom. There's a four or five sides that could struggle this year but i think that they'll definitely be ones down the bottom
0: yeah i agree with you whilst got a good coach i don't think that the replacements that they've, they've brought in are going to bring quality you know 26 year old spanish striker on loan I, I i don't think he's really played much much regular football before at a high enough level um Joris kramer is on loan from rz he's 24 now and again not really played too much um football at a high level yeah that's why i think they'll be down the bottom um but we'll we'll let you know who where we we'll think we'll finish shortly we've got a third uh newly promoted side to, to look at and um nec Nimeken, whilst they were the lowest ranked side that were promoted last season um i think mike mike and i we both got them uh to be actually one of the h- higher finishes out of the three promoted sides because nec Nimeken have rec- recruited really well and when you consider they've got a player of last assurance quality in midfield, who's come back to the club after a long time. Um, jewelland who's a 24-yard left winger, looks like a player coming in who's high quality. Um, and, and Ackman, who is a 19-year-old striker on loan, and he's, he sounds like he might take the area busy by storm. Really interesting additions. Um, Mike, what are your thoughts, and why do you think they're going to do so well?
1: I just really, really like their, their squad. I think they've got so many young talents, I think, that have a very bright future. I think that when you've got the experience of Lassie Shona in there and you've got the experience of Edgar Barreto in the midfield as well, couple that with, say, four or five young players who I think that could play at the top of the Eventually, you've got Dirk Proper, who's a young midfielder who is a Netherlands under-19 international who has been linked with all the big clubs in the Netherlands but decided to stay at NSA and i think he's top quality you've got el karuni the the left back who is predicted for big things after breaking through last year then you've got Caso dental is a, a center back he's also been a link to a move Italy because of his showings last year then you've got Bart van roy who's a right back who looks excellent i think could be a future netherlands international if he gets a move eventually i think that this nsa side have the right amount of Talent mixed with experience to to stay in their division. I think that they will. I think that they will surprise some teams. I think they've got quality over the pitch to to do very well. I know they weren't the the team that won the league, and they weren't the team that came second. But I think that the the transfer business is enough. And I think that going up to the level that they're going up to with somebody like Tavzan, who we've not I've not discussed yet, but if he stays, I know he's been linked very heavily if I move to the sick task but if he stays and he's a quality attacker that they you can score goals in the top level. so i'm very excited to see this nsa side progress in the air division this, this season and see if these youngsters who have been tipping for for years can actually handle the, the air division level
0: yeah interesting indeed and those young players you mentioned there are all players who would have been stripped away from any now, making had they not been promoted because of their, of their, their potential quality and now, what stage to show their 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 quality at the Eredivisie? Yeah, they'll they'll surprise a few people, I think, this season. Um, and I, I I think the the next thing I'd like to talk about, away from new promoted sides, now is a side that I think are going to really really struggle this season. Pekswala, they've been hovering above the bottom three for a couple of years now, and I, I do think that this is the year that like, it's all going to come crashing and down them like a ton of bricks. A side that once had ambitions to be chasing for Europe in the Eredivisie, um, have gone backwards so many steps. John Stakerman left last season um, after being really disappointing as coach, but I don't think that they've um, brought a good enough replacement. They've lost lots of key players. Uh, lam has gone, Misidjan, Van Downen, Moose, the goalkeeper, Rezi janajad has gone, Drost, farai has gone back to Dortmund. And they've not really been replaced any of their attacking players yet, apart from Castanier's coming from... Uh, from coventry and he hasn't played in a couple of years the only thing i will say is that they brought in costas Lamprou as their goalkeeper and he's an excellent goalkeeper at this level but they've not recruited well at all apart from that
1: yeah i think that pegs for our side that i haven't learned from the mistakes last year i mean yeah we talk about when they won the cup and they had ambitions to break into the top five but it's just been mismanaged since then and have not cracked on and their squad Mm -hmm. hasn't got enough quality in it right now to to really suggest that they're going to be anywhere apart from either struggling to survive or just outside relegation zone i know they've got some good youngsters coming through bravo vandenberg the the brother of set but he's only 16 17 you know he's not going to play week in week out um even though there's excitement around him and I think if you lose the amount of attackers that they have lost, lose the defenders that have lost as well, Lamb being a key player, but yeah, I think that this is a side that either has to make a number of signings in the next few weeks, it's only likely, or they're going to be definitely down there fighting for their lives.
0: Yeah, agreed. They'll be down there, I think, if if they get some late signings and they're going to take a while to settle in. So there's, there's um, a lot to prove in that Peck Swaller. A side that I think having done really well last season that I think will be down the bottom seven this year is Fortuna Sittard. Um, I know that they're only like to listen to our podcasts and I, I don't think he'd, he'll like to hear too much what we're going to say because um, they're a club I would a bit of soft spot for last season. But the, the signings that they brought in, I don't really, they're, they're big unknown qualities I think is the point. They brought in um, Ferrati who seems like an interesting 23 year old attacking midfielder. Um, they, they've brought a new goalkeeper, Dawn of do uh, but it, it, I, I, don't, I don't see where the quality is coming from. I'm surprised that they haven't gone out and, and bought someone or, or loaned a couple of exciting young players. Uh, and they also need a couple of new defenders. And one of their prize assets, George Cox, the English left back, he hasn't been sold yet. So is he staying? Is he going? Maybe him going was going to release some funds for them. But I don't think they're going to kick on in the way that we wanted to see them do after some really good results last season because their manager uh, is a very good one, uh, He, he, I think on, on the form table last season, they were constantly amongst the top five because they were winning so many games against mid-table sides and it was really doing it for them. But I just think they'll fall back a level this season.
1: Yeah, I think that the biggest thing for them is that they've still got Fleming I know he's been linked with, not on Forest, but they haven't been able to agree a fee with Pertina Sittard yet, but you've got quality on the pitch that can, can score goals like Fleming, like Poulter, like... You know, Rhinester is a good midfielder. The they've got Semedo who's done it in the division, They've got St. James who can score goals in the division. They've got the players there that can do it in the, the top level, and they've still got Cox, who's which has been a, a great player for them. I think that they are a sound team and I've got them finishing around the table, but I just don't think that they've pushed on to improve the, the quality in their squad enough. That's you know that's down to the finances. Clubs like Fortuna Sittard won't have the money to spend, and they'll probably rely on maybe selling one player for for quite a bit of money. So that's why I think that Fleming could still go, or maybe maybe Cox, if there is interest in clubs in him, which there should be, because he was excellent last season for Fortuna. So I think that maybe they're waiting for one or two to go before they can then delve into the market break pick up a couple of players but yeah i have them around mid the table this season
0: i think it sums it up when um you this about Samedo there i'm not sure if he's left or if he's injured i need to check that one but i believe he's he's, he's not going to play much at the beginning of the season and they've they replaced him uh, i was told with it with a 19 year old from the french fourth division um that 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 is a a bit a bit of a, a switch isn't it in terms of quality levels he's got obviously a long way to go to develop to become uh, an impactful first-team player for Fortuna Sittard. Well, we'll see how they get on, but I, I think they might struggle. You think they'll be my table Mike, but I don't think we'll see them kick on and go to the next level above uh, to, to become a, a side who, given their of business last summer, maybe that's a thing. Maybe they spent their their finances last summer on some new players, and it's uh, they're, they're paying for it now. A team that that struggled last season who will struggle again is v- Willem Twey for me. They were. Uh, they, they were struggling for a long time and ended up finishing 15th to avoid the re- relegation playoff. In the Eredivisie, it's the bottom two that get directly relegated, and third from bottom goes into relegation playoff against sides from the league below. And Volante avoided that, and they may well have been relegated had they fallen into it. Um, they've they've recruited a few a few Scandinavian players for the season. I don't know how good they are. I've not seen them play. Uh, they've lost a uh, trezor under chimier to belgium that might be a significant loss pavlidis has gone to rz but vrit is still there and he will have a whole year this year to score goals in the mm-hmm. Eredivisie, hopefully and that might keep them out of trouble but aside who i don't think will want to push on back to the top ends of the Eredivisie where they were the season before
1: yeah i think that the players that have lost this summer are significant players that the Trezor one. If Nunnally goes, then that's another big loss. But I think that up front they've still got Kohart, Nunnally, and Wright for the middle. That's a good attacking trio. That should be enough to, to keep them in the division. But when you've lost the defensive players, they've, they've lost a lot of quality at the back. You know, Van der Heyden, Holman, Peters is gone now. Van Beek is gone. That's a lot of experience quality at the back. And you know, Bergstrom's come in from Utrecht, but he didn't exactly play a lot when he was when he was there and he's, he's the jury's still out on him. But yeah, I think that they've got a couple of good quality young midfielders. Zudevik is a good midfielder. Spearings is a good midfielder. But they've lost a lot of quality this summer um in Pavlidis and and Trezor. So I think there's is gotta be another mid table struggling season for them. But Fred grimm's a good manager. I think he's a good appointment for them. He did well to keep up RKC last season. I think that he's, he's done well to get that step up and we'll see if he can bring some confidence back to the side. He's got young players to work with and a good striker. So we'll see if he can work his magic there.
0: Yeah, Fred grimm's a good manager. And I want them to finish a bit higher, but I think they'll be uh one of the sides nearish the bottom. Uh there, there's also RKC who I think we'll both agree may struggle this season. Some of their signings, they've not lost too much quality, but they've replaced uh, Lampreau, the a great, great goalkeeper with with Pereira from Manchester United. But the is out on him. How good is he uh, at up top level um, in a top level league? Um, Kramer, striker, I don't rate anymore. Um, I wonder how he'll play up top for RKC if they are going to rely on him for goals. But they've also learned Odgaard, who was okay for head and vein a couple of years ago. Um, they've got Laton on a permanent deal. Alexander Butner is a high profile signing. He's come back in. Um, and 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 Bel Hassani is uh, a, a a person who's really impressed at a higher level near year before in attack and midfield. I wonder whether the goals are going to come from Bel Hassani, an odd guard, whether it's going to be a um, rather questionable season from the new goalkeeper and a couple of you know, old old campaigners who have just come back to Eurodivisie to get themselves a move again in future, maybe. What are your thoughts on the side as a whole, Mike? Because they've also lost Fred Krim, like we just said, to Willem Tway, and he was a great manager.
1: Yeah, I think this side has actually lost quite a lot of quality from last year. The manager being the main one, but Tahiri was great for them last year. He's gone. They had Oosting on loan from AZ. He's gone. Oh, John, who did well, coming back to Eurodivisie. He's gone. Um, Lamparo was their best player by far last year in goal and he's left and I Vernon and Anita and Ngong you know, up front as well, these are players that all put their skins out last year who are, are no longer with the club. I heard today that Anita is back training with RKC whether that means that he'll sign a new deal and stay we'll see but he yeah. was very influential in their midfield to add that experience in there and I think that losing them is going to be disastrous for them because I think that yeah you're signing Butner but not done anything for years and i think his can his contract got cancelled his last cup because of his fitness levels so that's not a good sign and yeah michael kramer yeah i mean he couldn't do it for it hag last year he he pops up with a goal here and there but he's not a 20 goal a season striker i think rkc needs someone to score some goals this year i don't think they have that i don't think that bringing in Belisani, kramer or even Odd guard who was okay for, for Henry, nothing much. I don't think these are going to be the signings. that are going to be enough to, to keep them in oh. the division. I can see them finishing. Definitely bottom bottom three. Let's
0: actually That's hear actually them, great. Mike. What is your bottom seven this season?
1: So I've got go ahead at the bottom. I've got RKC 17th, Canberra 16th, Pigsville 15th, Fortuna 14th, NSA 13th and Willem Tway in 12th.
0: I've gone for the same 17th but in a different order. I've gone with Pex, Waller, Bottom. I think it could be that disastrous for them. Aircase evolved like 17th so the two sides getting directly relegated. Gone with Go Ahead finishing 16th. Then Fortuna just above the bottom three. Cumber in 14th, villain in 13th and NEC Nijmegen in 12th. So that's that's our sort of bottom teams. Let us know in the comments what you think your Eredivisie table might look like this season. It's time for us to go on to some different teams now. The mid-table teams who might be looking to push for Europe. There may be a bit of a divide on the table this season because I think the quality is a bit different now, looking at these sides. sparta Rotterdam. let's talk about them first. A side that just squeaked into the playoffs last season. Henk Fraser, a manager, is now the assistant manager of the Netherlands with Van Gaal. I really like him. I really like some of the players they've got too. Kenza Halmine's a big year for him on loan there in midfield. And then an Otis still at the top and he scores the goals. He's got a good system there, Fraser, and it and it should continue to work for them.
1: Yeah, I think that I uh, I really like of the at Rotterdam squad. I think Akoye is staying in goal. Him signing a new contract was a big surprise to me Where is his yeah. head uh, apparently sniffing around. I thought he was gonna move, but he's staying they've got a good solid centre-back pairing, you know, Bugles Dyke, you know, he's he's that old warrior, you know, he's a bit of a a character for Reddivisie, yeah, sometimes he's a bit of a joke character, but he does <laughs> the that. job and he's a warrior for them and he, he did the job for them last year to get them into the playoffs as well and I think that in midfield the big surprise for me is that they've still got Harui and um, I think there's still time in the transfer window for him to go, but if they can keep Harui then that's that's huge for them and I think they've got Taya Fan who can score goals, Vito Van Croy, I think is a great sign in. I think he can add to this side. And then they've got some quality youngsters. I think I really like Sven Mayans. I Don't know if he's found his best position yet. He, seems he played out on the wing. He's attacking number ten. They need to find out where, where he is best at. I think he's a good young player. And then they've got for me one of the best young talents coming through in the Air Division in, in Omega. I think that it's gonna be a, a year for him oh, yeah. to, to push on. He's been scoring goals in preseason i think that whereas he was getting 10 minutes off the bench here and there last season i think he's going to be a bigger part of the squad this year They not want to, to convince him to stay i think they're seeing him some some pound signs if they can get or euro signs i should say if they can get him <laughs> to sign a new deal get him playing more scoring yes. goals and then he'll be sold on next summer for for bigger money so he's the one to look out for and in the Sparta squad because I think he's got a huge future ahead of him and I think he will score goals in her visit this season. And I think that Sparta again are going to be one of these sides that can either finish mid table or they can push into that that playoff spot again. Mm,
0: fair enough. Um Haraki Zamelo next. What do you think about them?
1: For me, they did as they always do last season, they're there's sort of annual sort of mid-table side that will always fa- finish above the drop zone. They'll threaten playoffs, they'll sometimes make it into the playoffs but never actually threaten to get into Europe. <laughs> and, yeah, I think they've done well to recruit some decent players this summer. I think Bassacoglu is a decent division winger. And I think the biggest news for them is that they've managed to keep hold of Rai as I was expecting him to leave, but he's their main man. He scores most of their goals. Mm. Bergsberg on the wing as well. He's a good player. I think them staying would be huge. From whoever Rival does get a move in the next coming weeks, so we'll wait and see. But again, I see them another mid-table side, another mid-table finish. Not enough. I don't think this year to push off into the the playoffs, but it will be around mid-table.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, they've got um, proper as well from Twente. So that was a bit controversial this summer that their centre back um, has sorry centre back has gone to Twente. I meant to say. So they've tried to replace him with with a player again from the German third division, which um, it can be hit and miss with Heracles when they they go fish in the German third division. Sometimes it works, sometimes not so much. The Sonnenberg's new for them. Squad players have left, um, so not a great deal has changed. Still got the same manager. Um, they 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 are going to have a mid-table season. They tend to win a lot but lose a lot and not really draw many games. Um, and we'll see if they can push on again, or if it's just going to be more of the same for them. And they might well accept that because they're a club that are still paying off their new stadium. Um, they'll be happy with a mid-table finish. How about Hare next? I, I think that they've they've recruited okay this 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 summer. Um, Van Eyck has come in. I know you're a big fan of him, Mike. He's coming from Ardo. Uh, Van Beek is an experienced centre back. Stefanovic, I've heard good things about. He's a winger for Man City. who's on the loan. Um, Joey Veerman is like well, he's very, very likely to leave. We don't know quite yet who for. Henk Veerman's still the striker. Herenveen will listen to offers for Veerman, the striker, but he may well stay. They're they they're, they're going to be signing a couple more players yet, but they're not going to be significant players. They're much the players I'll add around the squad. Maybe a couple of young players coming in on loan. Um, and 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 for me, just one downside to all of this is that. Wokniewicz, their centre back, he's out for the season, injured. And he was fantastic for them last season. He was one of my controversial players that made it into the ODC team of the season. Um, the player himself liked it on Twitter, but a few people disagreed with me that he shouldn't be in the team of the season. But I I, I genuinely think he was that good. And he was in, he was ranked high amongst like, you know, the top this, that, and the other for the different stats. So I feel like my choice was justified. Anyway, yeah, they're there are a side who I think will be around mid table and I'm not really be pushing for Europe. Um, I don't see them surprising personally.
1: No, I think that the only reason really to watch Heron Bain last year was for, for Joey Vierman. Um I think he was the, by far the best player. He's the, the quality man. and it's, Again, it's a surprise to me that he's still there, but with money being the way it is around the Air division, the club's maybe not having enough funds to to buy him, you know, They've got Feyenoord sniffing around them and trying to be sneaky by offering him a couple of fringe players and for him and you got him to rangers and verona and, and that way i think that verona would be a, a good stepping stone move from. um he's one of the for me one of the best midfielders in their division on, on form so i think that it's a surprise to me that maybe with psv with the money they had if they went for david proffer they went for the the more experienced midfielder but You've got somebody like Joey Veerman who, if he kicks on and lives up to his potential, can be a £20 million player if he signed for somebody like PSV. So he will go, and it remains to be seen if Herndon can use that money to then go and sign some, some players because they need it around there. They need maybe a backup striker. I think on the wings, they're fine. I think they've got good attacking players. I think Van Bergen, this is the year that he really, really needs to step on and show that he can be a good air division player because right now i think the jury's still out on them van der heide i think needs to get more game time this year after being in and out of the side last year than you've got in the midfield you've lost last of Shona, but you still have the experience of Sam deong you've got congo in there
0: Just still... really
1: yeah and in the defense as you said they've got panuik now who's a quality right back he was other hag's best player by far last year and Herren did very really well to just step in and get him straight away. And he's a he's a quality right back. And I think that he's one of the players that we'll see push on this year, have a great year, and move to one of the Dutch top sides. I think he's going to follow the sort of trajectory that Denzel Dumfries did when he went to Heronven to then move on to somebody else. But yeah, I think there are two or three players short of pushing for anywhere near playoffs, so they are definitely be around the table.
0: Okay. Let's go to their Frisian neighbours, Groningen, who um haven't again changed their squad too much. They've they've lost Itakura, though, which could be important to centre back. He was also amongst the top centre backs in the Eredivisie last season. Um De Cruz has left after being you know, finishing his loan. Robin, of course, has retired. Um Sergio Pat, the goalkeeper, um, who's left for many years, is gone. But in terms of additions, they've signed a, a centre back Volker, from the second division. Um significantly, Deleu has come in from Emman back to become their striker again. I think he could score some goals for them this season. He's not finished by any means. And Gonga's coming from RKC and um they signed a centre back called Sverko, who's a 23-year-old. It's a couple of changes in the defense, but overall, a settled squad and they've got some young players who who will be out to impress this season. Abraham is the Uh, Swedish striker, he may be important this season now that he's settled in after a few months in the Netherlands. Um, and, And also Suslov is someone I've quite liked in the past. Again, someone who needs to step up. I think that kind of pressure is important with players such as these because once they feel it, they know they have to be important. That can really help them grow. That's the Eredivisie as a whole for you. Players who come into the side and once they know they're the first choice, they step up and they rise to it.
1: Yeah, I still like this Groningen side. I think they've got quality all over the pitch. Maybe in goal, they need to sign a new goalkeeper. Um Hux was there. they got Lewenberg. I don't know who's going to be number one. But I think other than that, they've got a decent defence with Tveric and, and Damers in there. Van Hintum, Danker-Louis, all, all solid defenders. And they've got Munson, who was a revelation at, at left-back last year and got linked with a move to, to Italy. Um, he's, he's still he's one one. Yeah, he's remained at the moment, but he, he could be one of the ones to, to go in midfield. They've got plenty of quality. Han Kuri again, he's been linked to a moves away. You've got El Masawidi and, and Matasua is still there, even though he's been linked to a moves away. And then you've got the youngsters. You've got so many youngsters coming through in, in like Suslav, Abraham, and the Van Cam brothers slower. Up front, you've got Postema, who did okay on a, a loan to Den Bosch last year. He's got to come back and show that he's quality. And then you've got Strand Larson up front, who's a good striker who can battle for that starting spot with um, Deleu. So I think all around the squad, they've got quality. And if they do sell one or two players between now and the end of August to pick up a couple, I think it'll be fine. I think they're a playoff side again.
0: Another side that I will, I think, will be in the playoffs. FC Twente. Uh, I I really like. There's some additions. Real quality, in my opinion. Uh, I know that a few players have, have been injured already, though. Misidjan and Lukoki are, are both injured. Lukoki's actually out for the season, and he was great when he came to de Bizi before. Czerny's still coming back from his injury, um, but they've they've signed some other quality too. Uh, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Ugalde is is a nineteen year old striker on loan. He can play out wide, but also up top. He will be the second choice behind Ricky Van Voswinkel a lot of football fans know Van Vosvinkel's name. He's into his 30s now, but a striker who scores goals always does in the Netherlands. And I think that he will be important for Twente this season. Um, Tupé's come in proper, like I said, has come from Heracles to be their new centre-back. Uh, and and also, very importantly, Ernesto, one of the better goalkeepers in the Eredivisie, has gone to Twente to replace Drommel. Almost doing a bit of a swap there with PSV and Twente, but still a very high level goalkeeper for them. Um, I'm tipping them to surprise a little bit too what are your thoughts on the mic because they've also kept some players like Jason um, who's a, is a great defender coming through only, only a teenager still um, but I want to get your opinion on some of the other younger players coming through because I'm not sure about their quality yet people like Zeruki, um players like these yet yeah, Bosch as well do you like them?
1: Yeah, I think that Zerucki was, was hit and miss last year, but he had a very strong second half of the season. Bosch did well. I think that Ustervalde at the start was one of my revelations of the season until he got injured. and That sort of stunted him a bit. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have a, a great season again on our left back. And Tyson Lewin is another one to look out for. He's playing on the wing at times last year. I think he's a very good young player. And I just really like this FC20 squad. You've got Romero in the middle as well. And they're adding quality as well with Sadelec on their own from PSV. And they're working on a deal to get Vlap from Anderlecht as well, who, as we know, did very well in his, his time in Air with with Herrenbane before he left for, for Belgium. So I think that all over the pitch in goal they've replaced Drummel well with Innerstall at the back. If you had a, a back four of Troupe, Hustavalde, Proper.
0: And High Small and
1: Brazil, I think that's a, a solid back four. And you've got Keith Pieri as well and Small. So I think they've they've got centre back options. They got a midfield of Merito, Zaruki and, and Sadalek, and then up front you could play a, a combination of Nisajan, Cerny when he, he's back and Van Vilswinkel for the for the middle. And then You've still got Illich on loan from, from Man City. You've got Val Brahma, who's the captain of midfield. You've got just a squad that's packed with what I think is good area his quality. And yeah, I think that they'll be in the playoffs. And who knows, they could, I think, maybe spring a, a surprise further up the table. But yeah, I think it's definitely a playoffs they're looking at.
0: And a good see at 20 to back up that end of the table, too, because it's a far cry from last summer when they had barely any players. I could even couldn't even feel the f- a starting eleven almost at one point in preseason. So what what a change that is. And we're seeing them at this end of the Eredivisie. There's another club in his talk about FC Utrecht. A very stable summer for them. So unlike Twente, they're actually very quiet in the transfer market. But two significant additions for me to that squad, uh, which is Quentin Timber, who I think is high quality like his brother Yordan Timber, but his injury held him back a year. He will be like looking to play games in midfield, perhaps defense if necessary. And also um Duvakas is a Greek striker. They're put putting a lot of hopes in him scoring the goals this season um if Dalmau doesn't play a lot of games. So they've 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 got to they've got to get the best out of Dalmau for me and, and this young player Duvakas if they're going to do well uh, in the top sides this season. But they're they're still a solid team that um can certainly mix it up amongst the best sides in the league um and i think they'll be in the playoffs again
1: yeah i think that i've got them finished quite high up the table because i think that if they can keep their strongest 11 on the pitch i think they've got a lot of quality and i think that they can can strive for even a top five finish because i think that and adam meyer they have one of the most underrated midfielders in the league i think he had an absolutely brilliant season last year, and. Then you've got uh, Kirk still up front. Um, you know, he's been one of these players that keeps saying he's going to leave, but he's still there. And as long as he's still there, he's still a quality forward. And he'll get in behind defences, and you will set up attacks left, right, and centre. then Heli Vest was a great sign-in in January. I think he was, he was great in the second half of the season. He got a good, solid centre-back pairing. If you can keep St. Jago fit. You know, you've still got Willem Janssen in there at the back, the old war horse, so and Quentin Timbers are a great addition to, to midfield. So I think he's got a lot of quality. And then this year, I tipped him last year for a big break for the year. And then he got injured for the, the whole season. So this year I'm expecting big things from David Vandenberg as well in the, the midfield to see if he can live up to his his promise. So I think that all around the pitch, they've got good quality. It's just they need that goal scorer. They need Dalmau to, to prove himself as the forward that they thought they were signing that can maybe score 15 to 20 goals a season. And they've also got Silla up front as well. He's he's decent. And then they've got, obviously, Devekis as well coming in. So if one of them can start banging in the goals up front, then this Utrecht side uh, are capable of, of heading the top five. I know they want to be the new AZ and challenging for, for a top three finish, whether that's this year, whether they've got enough quality for that. We'll wait and see. But, yeah, I think they'll would be up there challenging for top 5.
0: Yeah, that's the thing with Utrecht. They haven't actually changed too many things. Last summer they changed a lot of things in their squad and this summer they haven't very much. Perhaps because of corona they they haven't actually uh haven't had the finances to 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 alter their squad massively, but the the quality they've got is good and will be enough to to be a, the best of the rest if you like. Let's hear your table then Mike. We did our 12th to 18th sides. Let's go 11th upwards now um what have you got
1: so in 11th i've got heracles 10th i've got heron vein 9th i've got sparta 8th running in 20 in 7th and then vitessa in 6th mm.
0: i've got uh very similar to yours well i've gone with sparta in 11th and vein 10th heracles 9th then um, Groningen in eighth, Twente in seventh, Utrecht in sixth, and then the top five. Now um, you may be thinking, "Wow, have we got to this far without talking about the top sides yet?" We've done a separate um, video to this, available on the website and on YouTube, where you can hear where we'll, who will think will win the league and why. Um, but I've gone with R, uh, Utrecht sixth, RZ fifth. And they'll fall back a little bit this season. Feyenoord fourth, Vitesse third for me. Then PSV second and Ajax first. Who is your top five, Mike?
1: So I've got Utrecht in fifth, AZ in fourth, Feyenoord third, Ajax second, and PSV Eindhoven coming out on top.
0: And if you're wondering why I've gone for Ajax, Mike's gone for PSV, do check out our top five Eredivisie title contenders. Um, chat that we had uh, where we talked about about those top sides. I'll leave the link in the description um, to the, on this podcast so you can check that out. Uh, quick last things then, Mike, before we, before we finish. We've got a few things that we would like to have a little guess at each year and I'm terrible at them and you're pretty good at them. Uh, who do you think is going to be the cup winner?
1: Cup winner, I'm going to go with Iax win the cup.
0: How do you think? I suppose if they're struggling in in the league, that point or Champions League rather, uh, they might go for something like that. I'm um, I'm thinking it's 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 a season for a side like Utrecht to go to go for it again. If they they haven't got European um, to look, European games to look after, if if a test knocked out early, they might go for it. Uh, I'll plump for Utrecht, knowing that it's a complete long shot we'll we'll see they've got good quality and if they're not playing uh two two games a week they might fancy a, a shot at it again top goal scorer who's in the running for that
1: it's hard again because for me
0: there's no obvious choice is there because Allah yeah. is at Ajax and he should be scoring lots of goals but we know that he can be hit and miss ours that have lost their best striker finally final haven't got someone yet the test it could be Frederickson, their new signing PSV, I mean, do you really think one of them is going to score more than 20 goals? Or could it be someone lower down the table?
1: I guess if you're looking at somebody, PSV are obviously going for Luke de Jong to come in as well. If Luke de Jong comes in, then for me, he would immediately go to. I know it, it's, it's, it's difficult for me to say because every single time Luke de Jong pulls on and everyone's shirt, I go, oh, for God's sake. Bernardo <laughs> he scores goals. And he's a handful in, in their division. I think that if he had Gakpo and Madueke next time, mm. I think he would score a lot again in this PSV side. I think the obvious choice is to go for Sebastian Hower. I think that to think that if Ajax again create so many chances and and beat the teams that are in the lower end eight nine nil again, then you you'd think that Howard would be the one that would be it. But I'm going to try and think and go for one that is a surprise. Choice down near the mm-hmm. bottom, and I'm thinking quasi right might be the one that has. I said him last season, <laughs> he's got pa- yeah. He's not got Pavlidis in his way this year, so he's yeah. got a free run at it. So quasi right might be the one that that does something a bit special. And Strand Larson at Groningen, if, he, if they I his, if you got a manager like Danny Boyce who plays the way he does, you know, it doesn't really suit a striker. but <laughs> Yeah, let's go for quasi right and then even dare we say Ricky Van Wolfswinkel.
0: I think so, yeah.
1: Maybe having a, a good year up front for, for 20.
0: Yeah, you got him, Hank Veerman still at head and vein. He could do something like that. Yeah, I I'm starting written seeing Vrit and Van Wolfswinkel, but also Halle. I'll go with Van Wolfswinkel personally. He'll take penalties there too. That's also important. Rave Lutter, Her did well last season from that kind of thing. And he might he might again too. Um how about how about young players surprise Mike, that we maybe haven't mentioned yet already? Because we, we do things all the time with football, Daniel. The and there was a piece you're doing um of the best Eredivisie young players coming through. Uh, I've put something up on YouTube for the Wonder Kids coming through, um, Dutch players in general, rather than the Eredivisie. And we've talked about some of the players coming through at NEC Nijmegen, for example, but who are the young players that we definitely need to keep an eye on this season? I mean, just for me, it has to be not in He's going to be the one, isn't he? Um, the English English winger. Anyone else that's like very significantly coming through?
1: Yeah, I think Maduike is the the easy choice because he's going to be the next big, huge Eredivisie sensation, I think. I think you're looking down the table. If you go to Ajax, you're looking at Kenneth Taylor, maybe getting a shot this year. Then you got Rich a right back, who is quite with Timber as well. If you're to have a young players to break through in Ajax, Kian Fichton is uh, a young midfielder that's very, very good in preseason. I think that he's going to be a superstar, whether that's this year or he's given another year with young Ajax before making his big breakthrough. I think he's one that once Ravenberg maybe goes next year, that he'll take his spot. And I think that he's one that is going to explode in the scene in its couple of years. For Feyenoord, you've got, if Banis gets a chance, maybe he can kick on. And then you've got Milambo as well. For AZ, you've got Bukeman Tabuni. I've been tipping Tabuni to do something for years. I watched a couple of AZ preseason games where he was looking great. For his head. so maybe this is his year to get a chance and they've also got a young winger who can play as a striker called Ernest Poku, who's a 17 year old who looks very very big and strong and I think he could be uh, a sensation if he gets enough game time you tried David Vandenberg for you've got Cornelis as well 20 you've got Ustervalde you've got the Van Cam brothers and Postema up front, Sparta, Omega is the one to look out for and van heide uh film spearings zudevike nsa proper tavzan and yeah i think that's the ones to, to look out for if you are looking at pegs then and vandenberg but again yeah, he's so young that he might not get a chance this year and if PSP want to give him a chance 40 for as well as a young striker who looks very very exciting but contract talks Are stalling and he's only got one year left on his deals so maybe he's one that might end up leaving before he gets his big chance at PSV, which is a shame because he looks a top quality striker
0: no there's a good list there Mark I can tell you've done your research and your young players coming through this year um and I'm going to put in the spot for this last one who do you think will flop this season every year we go through players who we think will just have an awful season um, we hope they're not listening to the podcast. We hope they've not enjoyed the whole way through, then suddenly they you know, realise their names in here. I went for Jorgensen last season, and he was awful for Feyenoord. I feel like I got a little win there. Um, is there anyone else that could um, come with come to the high expectations but will just do awful? I guess Ale is one of those players, isn't he? Because he's come with his high reputation and money. But I think he'll do well. I think he'll have a good season. But he might not be someone who's as important as he could be.
1: Yeah, if you're getting players that have been signed that could not do as well as everyone thinks they could do, there's one that sticks out in my head that might be a bit controversial. I think he is a great player and he is capable of doing great things at Ajax. But if you've got a contender of the player that might flop and might not do as much as everyone expects him to, Stephen Berghaus is the one that will have if you're thinking of someone right now who could flop, it could be Steven Bergkauz. If he doesn't live up to expectations, doesn't score many goals, because we know at Feyenoord he was known as a bit of a penalty scorer. Um, If he doesn't score the goals, Ajax don't, say, win the title or do well in Europe, and he puts in a couple of bad performances, then he might be the one that everyone looks at. Obviously, he came for such a little money that it's it's low risk. I think there's... Potential for him not doing as well as he possibly could do. It's hard to say because there's not been a lot of players that have been signed for big money. Pavlidis is another one that could flop a little at AZ as well if he doesn't score the goals that one expects him to, especially with the pressure of him to <laughs> replace Boadu as well. Um, but yeah, it's, it's difficult to always predict who could who could flop. But there's the two for me and. Cochu as well, if he doesn't have the season that everyone expects him to have, he might be one of the Rokinac next summer going uh, he's not as great as everyone thought he was.
0: Yeah, for me at the minute, he could be one of those who flopped Cochu. I'm I, I waiting for him to prove me wrong. I want him to. But for me at the moment, he could be that that player who plays a lot of games and doesn't do all that much. We'll see. We'll see. Um, if you've enjoyed this though, and, and now you're ready for to go and listen to our podcast about the top five, go and check that out now. But if if you maybe already check that out first and now that you're listening to our four season preview podcast, do let us know who you think will be at the top, who you think will be at the bottom get relegated this season, who you think the top scorers might be, the cup winner. We put some account on Twitter for this already, but you can use the YouTube comments if you're on there to let us know. Or tweet us and let us know who you think will be the, 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 the tops and the flops this season. If you've enjoyed this podcast, do give it a like. We've obviously been going for a long time now. But we know that you guys who love the Eredivisie will have loved this podcast, we hope, and um, have been indulging in every single side, knowing who the ins and the outs have been, the new managers, new stories that will happen this season at Eredivisie. Of course, of football, Daniel, we've got you covered. Um, Go and check out the website throughout the season and see who's winning, who's losing, um, who you could put some money on if you were better, but also which stories you can keep an eye out for too. You can follow us both on Twitter, you can follow Football Danny on Twitter too, and there's lots more to come throughout the season, and also lots more to come in August if you're listening quite concurrently to this, um, coming up on our website. So keep an eye out for that, and from me and Mike, it's goodbye
1: for now, and hope you enjoy the Eredivisie season coming up.